I thirst. My soul is thirsting for God, the God of my life. When can I enter and see the face of God? The hypostatic union of the divine and the human in our Lord and Savior means that he was never separated from God the Father and God the Holy Spirit, which perfectly explains why he went out so often alone, simply to pray, simply to be with God the Father and God the Holy Spirit. Sometimes spending all night in prayer, The love of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit we have only begun to imagine. We imagine, try to anyway, some of the time, how much God loves us, how much Jesus loves me. Can that even begin to account for the perfect, eternal, divine love of the Holy Trinity? The Holy Trinity is not an abstract idea. It's not a thought. It's the only eternal presence in all the universe. the only necessary thing we will ever know. The only thing it is impossible not to exist. And not a thing, but the divine persons of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Our Lord's body is in shreds. What he sees is already blurred. That human body will live in heaven. And will gaze upon the Father and the Holy Spirit. He longs for that. Our Lord and Savior first and foremost thirsts for God the Father. When he prayed the Psalms, so often he prayed them simply for our benefit. He prayed them vicariously. When he prayed to be forgiven of sin, it wasn't for his own sin. He prayed what we ought to be praying in the same way that he's dying what we deserve to die. But other times he's praying the Psalms and these are the words of Son to Father. These are Christ's own words. Just 
Just like Psalm 22. The secret cervus, which we pray so often on Sundays, Psalm 42. Like the deer that yearns for running streams, so my soul is yearning for you, my God. My soul is thirsting for God, the God of my life. When can I enter and see the face of God? My tears have become my bread by night, by day. As I hear it said all day long, where is your God? These things will I remember as I pour out my soul. How I would lead the rejoicing crowd into the house of God. Amid cries of gladness and thanksgiving. Throng wild with joy. And then the refrain, we already heard this in verse 6. It repeats, why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God, I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. The psalm continues. It should be added to the psalms upon which you meditate today. In so many ways, it has that character of Psalm 22 where he knows, I will praise you. I will honor you. I will worship you. At the moment, I am down low. But I will not always be down low. This thirsting is also how the repentant sinner is described in the Psalms that our Lord prayed for us. And so he thirsts. He thirsts for God. He thirsts for the Father. Shouldn't the creature who is lacking, who is deficient, who actually suffers spiritual deficiency, shouldn't the creature thirst and yearn for God even more so than the divine Son thirsts for God the Father? Our love for God the Father will never be the same as the love of God the Son's. But if we embrace our wretchedness and admit it as these psalms are begging us to do, we will thirst. Our Lord also thirsts, as has been pointed out so ably by Professor Scott Hahn, whose lecture, The Fourth Cup, you should listen to this week. Our Lord promised his apostles at the Last Supper that he would not drink again of the fruit of the vine until he drinks it new in the kingdom. The third cup of the Passover meal, he turned into his blood. And the culmination of the, of the Passover meal after singing the great song, Halal, 
should be the fourth cup that culminates and completes the Passover meal. But after singing the halal, they do not have the fourth cup. They walk to the Garden of Gethsemane where our Lord prays, Father, let this cup pass from me, but thy will be done. And when everything is almost complete, he prompts them to put something wretched to his lips, equivalent to wine, really vinegar, bad wine, awful tasting wine. He knows that he has only a few more breaths left. And so he thirsts for the fulfillment of everything. Even though it comes at such a price. And with everything fulfilled, his thirst for souls will find us capable of responding because of his death because of the sacraments he has given us. Because we know he is also thirsting for us. We don't thirst for what we already have. We thirst for what we do not have. He thirsts for the love that you have not given him yet. He thirsts for the trust and the hope you have not placed in him at this moment. Mother Teresa left in the Constitutions of the Missionaries of Charity in paragraph 35 her response, their response. Quote, I thirst Jesus said on the cross when he was deprived of every consolation and left alone, despised and afflicted in body and soul. As missionaries of charity, we are called to quench this infinite thirst of Jesus. God made man who suffered, died, yet rose again, and is now at the right hand of his Father, as well as fully present in the Eucharist, making intercession for us. We are called to quench this infinite thirst by a deep life of prayer, contemplation, and penance. 
by living a life of fervent charity and the practice of the four vows of chastity, poverty, obedience, and wholehearted and free service to the poorest of the poor, and by accepting all suffering, renunciations, and even death. And so, he thirsts for us. He wants us to repent. Like those who wandered in desert wastes, the hungry and the thirsty, like those who sat in darkness and gloom, prisoners in affliction, and in irons who had rebelled against the words of God, like the sick from their sinful ways, like those whose iniquities and suffered infliction caused them to loathe any kind of food, he wants the words of Psalm 107 to be ours. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He sent forth his word and healed them, and delivered them from destruction. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wonderful works to the sons of men, for he satisfies him who is thirsty, and the hungry he fills with good things. The Lord lifts up the lowly, and the mighty he cast down from their thrones. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.